2: What's up, guys? Before we get this going, we want to tell you about a company we're working with called Hemp Lucid. Hemp Lucid are supporters of this show. They provide full spectrum CBD products in various
0: forms like tinctures, topicals, edibles, and more. These health products interact with your body's endocannabinoid system. This system is responsible for regulating many processes in your body, including your immune response, sleep, mood, and even pain. So there's many reasons to try CBD oil.
3: So if you didn't know already, this company is producing some of the highest quality CBD products out there. And patriots all over this great country of ours are trying it and loving it. You can try Hemp Lucid today at HempLucid.com and get 20% off at checkout with discount code PARDON. That's HempLucid.com
2: and get 20% off with the discount code PARDON. PARDON! My 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 American my American I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years my American global awakening to the new world order my American Artificial Intelligence
0: My American
1: Do you believe in UFOs?
0: Yes sir extraterrestrial
1: my American
0: Christopher Columbus, how you doing? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, what you got some guava juice there?
3: Some uh crystal light water.
0: Oh, hell yeah! Feeling lighter with crystal light, and they're not even a sponsor, everybody. So, hey, <laughs> free plug. So, uh, hey, welcome back to another episode, another uh, zoom but, episode. Yeah, down in the dungeon, I'm in my uh, desolate basement, it's cold. I am in my,
3: uh, my back room cavern. Yeah. Dude, you always yeah. look so cozy though. I love it. I'm in a, i I'm in a rocking chair. I mean, it's, it's
0: nice back here. You, you look <laughs> like you're out on your front porch. Like you're doing, <laughs> you're doing your like, podcast in front of the world right now. Like
3: I should be whittling wood right now.
0: Or like, ha- like cleaning a gun or something. Well, <laughs> like, there you go. Let's get off my own. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anywho, uh, yeah. So Dave's still not with us. I haven't heard from him today. I tried reaching out. So hopefully he's just resting up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know if it's going to work out next weekend, but I think by next Wednesday, we will definitely be back in the podcast studio for sure. I don't know about you, but that's just the way that I'm seeing things. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, so we'll just have to play it by ear, and then uh, Dave can come out and spill his whole story and let everybody know that he saw demons. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what he saw, but something happened. Um, Maybe we'll do a ghost episode that day.
3: Ooh, we'll just tell some stories.
0: That's Christmas Eve Eve. I don't know. Ooh, that,
3: yeah, that Wednesday it is, yeah. The,
0: the ghost of Christmas past. Uh. I don't know. I don't well, know. Uh, anywho, before we get started, you guys go to pardonmyamerican.com. pardonmyamerican.com. Um, I'm trying my best. I, dude, you guys, I'm in school right now, and this is the hardest class that I've I've been in my whole time. So I am like struggling to keep up with <laughs> all this shit and like trying to get my work done just you know in, in general. So go there. Uh I'm gonna show Chris how to upload some stuff. We're gonna just keep that's going to be our hub. I mean, it has to be, right? Yeah. Um, that the YouTube. A lot of people are asking about. Are we going to be posting videos to YouTube? We don't have access to that pretty much anymore on our end.
3: Yeah, YouTube has pretty much blocked all of our devices. Yeah. So <laughs> we can't. It, we almost have to go like a sixth party line to get into it so
0: it's like they've been here and done that before like someone's (laughs)
3: yeah and it's not even like because we also made the the backup backup or whatever it was right yeah so that gmail was open but they literally blocked our devices so they know which computers or phones we're trying to get on from so there, there's almost no way of doing it now
0: well I mean for for video quality um I can upload them well you know what I like we don't have to talk about it all that much but I'll upload them to YouTube I'll, I'm gonna be uploading them to Rumble though because I know for a fact they won't get pulled off of Rumble so I don't want them to get pulled down and that's that's what happens and we're talking about the vaccine we're talking about a lot of different stuff that is uh, it's a no go on YouTube so, I just think controversial. Safest, yeah, I think the safest bet for now is just upload onto Rumble until we get something better. Or until uh hopefully YouTube goes to court and they get sued and open up.
3: I'm not holding my breath for that, but yeah, me neither, dude. So
0: anywho, uh, shall we get started with this fun Let's game? Let's get going. Let's do it. Right. So, first off, I have a article about the vaccine before i share my screen so you guys there is a, a a massive push that is completely obvious and apparent to me there's a big push to get black people to take this vaccine and and it is uh it is very scary and it is very just like okay you're putting in a lot of effort dr fauci bill gates you remember when melinda gates came out and was like well yeah i, I definitely oh, yeah. You know, uh, the underserved community should get it first, but I think we need to focus on uh, the Black community and, and the Hispanic community. And it's just like, okay, well, why? I mean, and remember. I know,
3: and the argument I've heard from people, because I've actually talked to other people about this in particular, and they're like, oh, well, they're saying uh, they want to get it out to the, the more poorer communities and the and the Black communities because they probably can't afford what other people can. And I'm like, what makes you think that all of the black community is poor?
0: Yeah, that's racist as fuck.
3: And first of all, the vaccine's going out for free.
0: There you go. That Yeah.
3: So what does that have to do with poverty or income at all?
0: Yeah. So from what I've heard is that it it this virus, if you want to call it that, I know it, it exists, right? But Hell, I don't know. I mean, where's the genome? I haven't seen the genome. It's just like Ghislaine Maxwell. Where's her picture? Where's her in a jumpsuit? I don't know if it's yeah, right not there. I don't know if it happened. So they're saying that the black community has uh, more, they have a higher propensity to get ill from this. And I remember even Trump was talking about it up in when he had the coronavirus task force team and all that stuff. Yeah.
3: How they were like more susceptible for some reason.
0: Yeah. So, I haven't seen much about that come out yet, though. I mean, I don't know if that's that holds weight or if that's just propaganda. Yeah, I,
3: ha- I haven't I have seen any kind of papers or information that would say that they are more susceptible. So either. So I don't know. Well, what I don't happened- know where they got that information without actually knowing what the virus is. I don't know how they just know that all of a sudden.
0: So check this out. This is an article coming out of the Hill. This was just yesterday poll finds increasing number of Americans, including black people would take COVID vaccine. <laughs> like why, why do you have to say, including black people? Right. Isn't that
3: the, very- the same rate? The same reason when there's a officer shooting, they have to say that it was a, a black guy involved.
0: Well, yeah, but so check this out. Yeah. So, but this has a different connotation though. I mean, this is about a vaccine and I read into this article, and this kind of um, goes into a little bit of why. So the Kaiser Family Foundation poll found that 71% of Americans are willing to take a free and safe COVID-19 vaccine. And so it basically increased from three months ago. The increases are most dramatic among Black adults. 62% of those polled in December said that they would be willing to take a free and safe vaccine compared to only 50% in three months ago, right? Yeah. So officials, right here, officials had worried about convincing people to get vaccinated, especially people from communities of color who have been exploited by the public health system in the past and who still face worse health outcomes compared to white people, partly due to unequal access to care and racism. Now, I don't know about the unequal care and racist part, but I do know about they've been exploited by the public health system because
3: they're doing it right now. (laughs) Well, do you remember,
0: do you remember this? Oops. Where's it at? The Tuskegee syphilis experiment. I don't remember this. So let me, uh, let me uh, enlighten you here. This is an article by Mark Oliver. You don't treat dogs that way the horrifying story of the Tuskegee syphilis experiment. So for 40 years, the US government doctors behind the Tuskegee experiment tricked African-American men with syphilis into thinking that they were getting a free treatment, but gave them no treatment at all. So they basically (laughs) lined them up. They're going, hey, come over here. You want a treatment? Oh, you got syphilis? Okay, here, I'll give you your treatment. Okay, go home now. But they, they just gave him a placebo, like an M&M or some shit. Yeah. So here we go. In the midst of the Great Depression in 1932, the U.S. government appeared to be giving away free health care to African-American sharecroppers in uh, Macon County, Alabama. That that's pro- I probably said that way wrong, but. There are, serious, there are serious syphilis outbreak in this area of the country at the time. There was. Okay, sorry, I'm just like butchering this. And it appeared as though the government was helping to fight it. However, it eventually came to light that the doctors let 622 men believe that they were getting free health care and treatment, but actually gave them no treatment at all. Instead, the purpose of the Tuskegee experiment AKA the Tuskegee syphilis study. Listen to this, dude was to observe untreated black patients as syphilis ravaged their bodies. What? You never heard about this, dude? No. Yeah. This is like, this is a prime example of centralized medicine. And they just wanted to let it go to see how bad it'd fuck them up. They're like fucking Nazi scientists, dude jesus i swear to god this is fucked up and they just um i think like the cdc or someone um apologized for this not too long ago this was probably like a couple years ago but they're deliberately withholding treatment from black males jesus christ or black people. I don't know if it's exactly just black males. Well, this one said oh, specifically black males. Yes, yes. Yeah, you're right. So, this is a prime example of, okay, yeah, I get it why you wouldn't trust centralized medicine or the public health service coming out and saying, hey, come get your free vaccine, black community, right?
3: Well, I mean, they're all, everyone's into the whole wokeism shit now, so they're probably play in that card with the vaccine also say, like, Oh, we have to make up for all the past grievances. So we're going to exploit you at the same time we're offering this to you.
0: That's what it is, man. And you see that with, um, something just came out with the black, um, MLB, the black baseball teams today, how they're now getting honored. And, all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Like they're renaming all this stuff. And it's like, a, it's a big ploy to make them seem like, okay, well, we're here for you. See what we're doing for you. You just have to do one thing for us. Put that needle in your arm, please. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's, uh, it did. I don't know how much I trust anyone that said that to me.
0: No, see, now watch this though. Seeing black America. So this is an article from the Washington Post from, I believe, just a, a yeah. Yesterday, seeing black Americans get the coronavirus vaccine could encourage more members of that community to do the same. OK, so they're throwing it in everybody's face and they're saying, look, black people are getting this vaccine. It's OK.
3: Yeah, everybody's doing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, everybody's doing it, dude. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> and oh, God, and the first black or the first person to receive the covid vaccine in New York was a black woman. And you saw that? Hmm. that this yeah. was two days yeah. ago? Now, what the media did not show you was what happened three days after she received this vaccine. Do you want to see what happens, Chris?
3: Is she the one that got super sick.
0: It's not pretty. So here you go. This is what happens. We're going to play the video. Okay, it's nice.
3: Yay!
0: Three days later. She has a lot of zombie creatures <laughs> ready to rip the flesh. She's banging her forehead. Okay, so that, that's just a funny clip. I was just making fun of it. The, well,
3: that's not That's not good.
0: That is not good, my friend. I mean, you saw what happened. Her, she got rage in her eyes. She wanted to <laughs> eat human
3: flesh. She was able to extend her jaw like a snake.
0: It looked like, you know, the movie from or the movie Aliens, when the mom alien opens its mouth and then another mouth comes out of the mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what it looked like.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, I have another clip here. This guy, he's a comedian, I believe. Comedian. Dave Martin, too, on Instagram. This is a funny dude. He uh, he makes fun of Fauci because what Fauci said is that. Black people should take the vaccine because the black woman developed it. <laughs> like, you can't make this shit I up. Say Listen to
2: my African American brothers and sisters is that the vaccine that you're going to be taking was developed by an African American woman.
1: Hold on. And that is just a fact. I mean, that is a fact. And I think that's some of the things that people don't fully appreciate. <laughs> so, he go- when, when, when I tell you that. Every single day, when I see more and more
2: propaganda that is going to be coming at us,
0: okay, so he
1: faster than light speed. American yeah. brothers and sisters, that uh, just that, listen to this part, uh, it is.
0: it's pretty funny.
1: Was <laughs> developed by an African American woman, black people. Do you under white people, too? Black people, do you understand how much? Of a slap in the face. This propaganda is. I'm gonna go so far as to say that it is racist propaganda. Oh, so we're we're so fucking stupid. We're just supposed to go run and get the shot because a black lady developed it. I don't give a fuck. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. My mama developed the COVID vaccine. And my mama is.
2: The African American woman that I adore the most on the planet Earth.
1: I'll be like, Mom, I love you, but you're full of shit. And while you hanging
0: out with that little short ugly motherfucker. I saw that and it cracked up laughing. He's like, I, I love you, Mom, but you're full of shit. And that vaccine's full of shit. So, uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. That is, that's funny because Fauci is literally like the stereotypical person that you would not ever trust.
0: No, dude. He is like deep state to the core. Um, he, you know, he reminds me of someone that you'd see on the movie or the the show Breaking Bad. You know, he's just, he's a deep state there to make money. Yeah. And he's he's going to like slit your throat when you walk into the next room or something. Um no, he's not. He's just going to have somebody else do it for him, for sure. Yeah, he'll sit and watch and masturbate or something.
3: Yeah, he, he's going to recommend you take the vaccine, but then he's not going to take it, and but then have someone else make you take it.
0: Dude, yeah, did you hear that the um, the CEO of Pfizer hasn't even vaccinated, and he hasn't vaccinated his kids or the whole family is just saving it. They're saying <laughs> uh, we're we're going to let the underserved communities receive it first and see how that goes.
3: Yeah. Of course.
0: You guys, this I actually
3: cool. seen. I actually seen a video earlier today. Like, it w- I think it was a video of, like, the people getting the shot. Like, the very first people. Like, oh, yeah. It was showed a doctor, like, getting the shot for the first time for everyone.
1: Yeah.
3: Just as a publicity stunt. But uh, it was... It looked like one of those movie prop needles where the needle retracts inside. Yeah. Because it literally went and stuck it to his arm. And then when she pulled it away, the needle wasn't on the end of it anymore.
0: Well, that and it's like the protective sheathing was back on it. And that's yeah, that I was mean, a different video. I've seen that one, too. I mean, any health care provider will tell you, you don't do that shit. Like you don't stick the freaking the cap back on the needle because there's a chance that you might poke your needle or poke your finger with the needle. Right.
3: Well, the one I seen, it didn't look like she ever took the cap off.
0: That yes, yeah, okay, yeah, I've, I saw that video too. It's just like, okay, and then you saw that Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, dude, I have to tell you this. <laughs> I saw that, I saw this Twitter article. I, When I woke up, I grabbed my phone and I opened up Twitter, and this was the first thing I saw. And it said, uh, Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, and George Bush are all going to publicly receive the COVID 19 vaccine. To regain their trust. <laughs> and and I, don't they, really, I don't know. I haven't done it yet. So. But I just busting up laughing, dude. I could not stop the laughing. And it's like crying. And I was like, as if anything could regain their trust. Taking the most shittiest fucking nine month developed <laughs> vaccine. Yeah. Okay. But the
3: funny know. thing is they're going to do it in a secured room where there's no witnesses also.
0: Or it'll just be sugar water and yeah, right. But, um, I do want to talk about this guy because this, uh, this guy has been circulating as well. And he is Dr. Corey and he is talking about another drug. It's like we were talking about, it's like, um, HCQ
3: 2.0. Yeah.
0: They don't, People don't want you to know about it because it'll actually looks like it cures this fucking virus. Who knows? Yeah,
3: and this is the first I've heard of any of this. So,
0: so let's listen to him for a little bit. He'll he'll talk about it, and um, he he says the name of it. It starts with an I. Here we go.
2: I want to talk about that. We have a solution to this crisis. There is a drug that is proving to be of miraculous impact and when I say miracle I do not use that term lightly and I don't want to be sensationalized when I say that that is a scientific recommendation based on mountains of data that has emerged in the last three months when I am told and I just had to hear this in the opening sentence. That we are touting things that are not FDA or NIH recommended, let me be clear the NIH. Their recommendation on ivermectin, which is to not use it outside of controlled trials, is from August 27th. We are now in December. This is three to four months later. Mountains of data have emerged from all from many centers and countries around the world showing the miraculous effectiveness of ivermectin. It basically obliterates
3: transmission of this virus. If you take it, you will not get sick. Woo! obliterates transmission
0: dr pierre cory of st luke's aurora medical center it obliterates transmission and it's a uh, uh, iver- ivermectin ivermectin <laughs> something like that <laughs> but yeah
3: it's, yeah uh, i mean how many different therapeutics are gonna come out before they're like okay even if you do get it we don't have to worry about it anymore
0: well, yeah, and it's not just they're like therapeutics. These are like ivermectin, from what I understand, is a steroid, which oh. is like the norm. It's like the oldest form of, I mean, that's like an asthma medication, right? So like albuterol is a steroid, not like yeah. a, not like a, yeah. like, get out of my way, <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of like, I'm, roid rage. Yeah. Although. Remember when Trump got his Regeneron and they were saying, did, did Trump get steroids? Because Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> they were pushing that he's untrustworthy to make decisions as president because he's on steroids. <laughs>
0: yeah. It, those, does he have roid rage? He's so angry. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Did you see him remove his mask with fury? It's
3: It's disgusting how stupid they think the public is
0: well, it's disgusting how stupid the public is. <laughs> okay. Let's just say that too.
3: Half, half the public.
0: Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that, and you know what? They're just, they're misled, but they refuse to recognize that they're misled. And who yeah. knows? We're, we're misled too. I mean, I'm, I don't know everything I, but I at least admit it. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I like admit that. This institution is is correct absolutely 100% and I trust them 100% and I will never not back them. You know what I mean?
3: Right? Yeah, I never say that.
0: No, like we don't know everything and we understand that not a lot of people know everything, right? But that is not the only news that came out about an alternate treatment because dun 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 John Basham On Twitter, and this has been circulating, this has kind of went viral, report at Real Donald Trump was right all along. Hashtag American Medical Association, so the AMA, quietly reversed position on hydroxychloroquine in late October. They rescinded their request that doctors stop prescribing HCQ. Now admit benefits far outweigh the extremely low risk. And so I- Imagine that. So here is a, a little clip from or a snippet, I should say, from the paper that he links to. That paper that he links to, I think, is behind a membership wall. Cause I tried finding that PDF on the AMA website. And you have to, you have to be a student or a doctor to get to it. Oh,
1: huh. Weird.
0: So this guy has access to this somehow. I don't know, but it is, it's from the AMA website, but Essentially, um, resolved that our AMA rescind its statement calling for physicians to stop prescribing HCQ and chloroquine until sufficient evidence becomes available to conclusively illustrate that uh, the harm associated with use outweighs benefit early in the disease course. So that's where they say, you need to prove to us that the harm outweighs the benefit. Yeah. Right now, it, it's the benefit outweighs the harm you have to prove it otherwise so they are implying that in such or implying that such treatment is inappropriate contradicts ama policy h120.988 bloody bloody blue so yeah man i mean they're just it's the same thing with the six percent of covid deaths are only covid deaths they don't attribute to uh comorbidities right like when the cd quietly updates yeah well
3: you know what they say that eventually the truth will come out
0: yeah but it it sucks because everybody's so tainted by now yeah like hcq has such a bad taste in his mouth and not only that but certain doctors have a bad taste in their mouth about hcq too because of
3: because of all the false media
0: well, yeah. And I mean, I, I'm not going to say that there's not research out there that shows the harmful effects of HCQ because there probably is. I mean, just as like there's research out there to show you the benefits of it, there's got to be research out there showing you that it, it doesn't work that well.
3: Well, yeah, there's there's going to be negative effects with anything, any kind of medication. There's always some kind of side effect somewhere. But it doesn't mean that it's you shouldn't ever take it because the good outweighs the bad.
0: Well yeah, and that's what what sucks is right now that the media has plastered HCQ bad. So don't look at it. Don't question it. Don't don't be inquisitive about it, right? Don't yeah. don't want to explore it any further when I'm willing to explore the bad part of HCQ. But I'm also willing to explore the good part of it. Like, I think that it can work for some people. I think it might not work for everybody. I'm willing like to. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's
3: that way with every medication. Sometimes it's not, doesn't work for some people.
0: Yeah, but that that's where the media now is just saying, okay, well, don't even try to explore the good side of it, okay? We will tell you if it's good or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anywho... That's pretty much all the big C little V stuff that I had for now. Um, I did want to talk about some election stuff. So check this out. So this is from Antrim County, Mission, or Michigan, Antrim. The audit finds Michigan County's Dominion voting was rigged to create fraud. This is a forensic audit of the presidential vote tally by Dominion Voting System software used in Antrim County, Michigan, showed a more or showed a more than 68% error rate with auditors claiming the system intentionally creates the errors. So the machine can have them quote adjudicated, allowing individuals to change the results. So 68% error rate, right? Now listen to this. Yeah. The, this error rate is astounding considering the Federal Election Commission only allows a maximum error rate of just 0.0008% yeah. for computerized voting systems.
3: Which ends up being about one in every 250,000.
0: Or, yes. So, I mean, you're saying, how about um, 68 out of every 100 had errors with them? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Like how
3: we are the United States of America. How do we not have a system that isn't so easily corrupted? This is insane.
0: Yeah, this says the system intentionally generates an enormously high number of ballot errors. The electronic ballots are then transferred for adjudication. The intentional errors lead to bulk... Adjudication of ballots with no oversight, no transparency, and no audit trail. So it's just completely a piece of shit, dude. Like, what's the point? And right here, dude. Yeah,
3: you might as well just go be telling everyone who you voted for by word of mouth and then just, yeah, okay, we'll take your guys' word for it. That's essentially what's happening.
0: This is saying the findings in Antrim County where the error rate was a mind blowing 68% the ballot rejection rate was 82%. So, I mean, hello, 82% rejection rate. So essentially those those ones that get spit out as rejected, they have to kind of go through. And I think that's what adjudication means.
3: Yeah, they go in and see why they got rejected and then fix them.
0: Well, yeah, and that's where the uh, misdeeds can occur, right? Well, yeah, because then
3: they can they can actually go in and like, Oh, this circle isn't like colored all the way in, but I think they meant to do this.
0: Yeah. And now I believe that Antrim County might have been where the original 6,000 Trump votes were found to be switched to Biden. Yeah, it was. OK. And what this is going to lead to is now you have Arizona. They're, they're calling an audit on pretty much every single voting machine, I believe. It's something that that extensive.
3: Yeah, they they got subpoenas and all that kind of stuff to do to look at the programs and the machines. Yeah. And also Georgia went in to actually they actually voted in to do <laughs> the signature verification that Trump has been wanting to do this whole time. Mm-hmm. But they started doing it. And the people that are supposed to be verifying the signatures have to stand way back behind those fucking guards again. So they're doing the exact same thing over again. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother thing Um, here. Let me go back to us. So like the, uh, the dueling electors, man. Yeah. That is a a big ass deal, man. That is going to make or break something on January 6th.
3: Well, it's like we said, man, it's, it's going to come down to Congress. That's the way it's going to work.
0: Well, either that or the military. I think the military is like the last resort.
3: Yeah, I would think so. But who knows? I mean, yes, yeah. But I think since those states are contested, since they have dual electors, Pence is going to be like, I'm not accepting these ones. And then it's all going to go to Congress to vote. And each state's going to get one vote. And Trump wins.
0: Well, so um, let me show you something here. So we have this vote or we have this uh, MAGA maps on Instagram. And we have a basically a picture of the United States. These are the the states with the double or dueling electors, right? So it yeah, shows, in yellow. Shows uh, Joe Biden at 222 electors. Uh, Donald Trump at 232 and then a toss up in seven states. And those are Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania and Georgia. Yeah. What I found interesting is what MAGA maps wrote on this post. So the actual electoral map looks like this. Trump 232, Biden 222. In case you didn't know, the yellow states have sent in both dem and gop electors meaning that the president of the senate mike pence votes to certify the vote of the electoral college on january 6th pence may choose to accept or decline the electors vote specifically in the yellow states now this is goes to like what you're saying like okay well there's all of this fraud i mean michigan antrim county you had what 68 percent of the, you know error rate Mm -hmm. rejection rate. So all this shit. So right now they're kind of building the case of why they should not accept these electors' votes, right? Yep. Uh, MAGA Maps goes on to say, Pence has the sole power to choose to accept the GOP electors or Democrat electors or neither. If no candidate reaches 270, then the election is sent to the House. Since the GOP controls the majority in 26 states to 23 Dems, one tie, Trump automatically will win. So yeah, I don't know. It looks yeah, like- so
3: basically, when it gets sent to a House or Congress to vote on, they'll take one vote from each state. Each state rep, one state representative, puts a vote up.
0: So I have heard that. That only happens in a tie, an absolute tie. Like it has to be an exact match. So it would have to be Joe Biden two thirty two, Donald Trump two thirty. It would have to be the exact same number of electors.
3: I That's, I could be wrong, but I think it also happens if it's a contested election.
0: Well, that 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 is the uh, the definition of a contested election is where they are in a tie. So that that is from. The sources that I've heard, who are like heavy into the Constitution, I could okay. be—I could be so, wrong. So,
3: so what do they just what hap, do they just toss out those states? Then
0: I don't know. I think at that point, the two seventy number might not matter. I don't know. I don't know if two seventy is in the election or in the uh, Constitution where you have to get to two seventy to win. I don't know, mm. because if you think about it, if on January sixth congress votes but Don, or but mike pence declines the ones that he doesn't want or that are contested they've already voted so the voting is done donald trump wins why why even send it anywhere else why you know what i mean like the voting's done
3: yeah it's- i'm not 100% sure i know that uh praying medic put up a video kind of running through all this. I don't remember exactly what he said.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's like, it's so confusing. I don't know what's right. What's wrong. All this other crap.
3: I'm not. But yeah. I'm not very good when it comes to constitutional processes.
0: I feel like none of America is. And that's, why <laughs> we've we become dumb shits. And we yeah, just- mo- probably. Probably we let bill gates and everybody run over us like we're just uh little possums in the road
3: well that and that is a whole another problem they used to teach this kind of shit
0: yes yeah. and they don't anymore agreed agreed um yeah i think looking into like some homeschooling or something for like or like little kids, at least, to kind of just in introduce the Constitution stuff. Because I would even watch that shit, dude. I, I'll watch a little kid show talking about constitutions. Which, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, it's like if they had like instead of they had like a normal history class, but then also had like a constitutional history class.
0: Yeah, it'd be awesome, man. Um, so MAGA Maps is not the only one who thinks that Donald Trump is going to win. Apparently, Maria Bartiromo has quote. An intel source told me Trump did, in fact, win the election. It's up to the Supreme Court to take the cases and stop the clock. So she dropped this bomb on her morning show. And she told many of her viewers that an intel source said that Trump did win the 2020 election. When
3: did, when did she say this? When did this come out?
0: This was just today. Mm. So here we go. This is a little clip right here.
1: An intel source telling me that President Trump did, in fact, win the election. He says that it is up to the Supreme Court to hear suits from other cases across the country to stop the clock. This follows the high court's refusal to hear the lawsuit from Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton challenging results in four swing states.
0: So there you go. Mm. Uh, Whenever I see Maria Bartiromo, she makes me think of... um, Trump's dinner. I remember that dinner where Trump just unleashed <laughs> unleashed hell on Hillary Clinton? Yeah. Trump, body blow, body blow, uppercut. <laughs> and then he turned to the Catholic church was like, you too, you pedophile priests and all this shit, you know what I mean? And he was like, Maria Bartiromo was behind him. And, and do you remember this? But she had these long ass gloves on. And she would she would always have to take off of off her gloves so she could like type on her phone. And then she put her glove back on and sit there and be like, oh, oh, I must, I must take off my glove again. And she did that the whole time. I was like, what? Uh, the, put the phone away. You got the, the president of the or United- just
3: or just or just leave the gloves off.
0: Yes. Make it easier on yourself. Yeah. And that's, that, I don't know why, but that's whatever, whenever I see her pop up, I go, oh, that's the damn glove lady. <laughs> um, yeah.
3: I don't know. Cause even the Supreme court lately hasn't, doesn't look like it's been too trustworthy for some reason.
0: Well, so here's the thing about that. And that's what X 22 was kind of saying too, is like that the Supreme court, the, the reason why they sent texas to the supreme court was to test the waters, right? to see what they can kind of get away with and mm. see okay, well if we if we throw this at the supreme court i, I don't think this is going to stick, but we'll see what they recommend because I, I don't know if it's if that's the case like if you do lose or if your court case gets rejected or thrown out you might be able to ask for a rationale that says like, okay. Like
3: they they explain why they tossed it out.
0: Yeah. And so if you receive that rationale, then you can kind of, okay, okay. Oh, okay. So we need to include this in our next go around or I don't know. Yeah, okay. You, so
3: it kind of gives you a rundown and a direction you need to go.
0: But okay. here's my, here's my little pushback against that is that if this is like such a, a grandiose plan that's been, in the works for decades, right? This whole, like, trust the plan. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something that you would kind of foresee? You would know.
3: Yeah. You'd already know.
0: Yeah. Right. So why even go through that or, you know,
3: well, I also seen a video too, that Texas didn't really have anything to do with what they were doing. Apparently Texas kind of came out of left field. Oh, yeah. So, so they kind of jumped on it and was like, let's see what happens with this.
0: My left testicle does the same thing sometimes.
3: <laughs> it just, <laughs> it's so like, like my, right, my right nuts,
0: you know, nice and it's perfect right there, right there. And then my left nut just has to come in and ruin the party sometimes. So,
3: yeah. So, so I don't know. I mean, they're definitely bringing it down to the wire.
0: Yeah. Well, um, Here's one thing that happened as well is this dominion voting system, right? It looks like they were using solar winds, Orion platform, which I guess provides backdoor access into the voting machines. So this is an article from the gateway Punnett, but it talks about how this system, it, it basically has a, just a bunch of loopholes in it that allows cyber security whoever to get access to these dominion voting systems and just ugh, i don't know man connect to the internet and do all this other shit right
3: yeah i've seen the i've seen the pictures and stuff of the machines and they have straight up usb ports right on the fucking face of them yeah and you can literally plug in anything you wanted to
0: and there's a, there's a little nice, or there was a nice video on uh, Twitter about, you yeah, had like Comey, you had a bunch of other people saying, these things can't connect to the internet. And then all of a sudden you have a training video where the guy's like, oh, here's the uh, opening uh, screen. Oh yeah, connect to the internet. Oh, well that was easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, it's just, okay, who, who do we now? but here's the thing though. Apparently, something got captured. So it showed that the the results of the election, the entire results. So from election night, it was completely recorded. So every single response from every single one of these machines was recorded. And it was either off or it was sent somewhere else. So the results of the election of every single button click
3: well, yeah, that's what they were talking about when that guy testified, saying they they observed the packets, whatever that means, going to those servers in Frankfurt.
0: Well, was which, it- which
3: that would that would confirm that they're connected to the internet, right there too.
0: Yeah. So <clears throat> this is another thing that X twenty two kind of talked about too is that, um, and I've heard other people talk about this as well because. Was this a white hat hack? Was this hack on purpose to hack these machines because they knew they were going to cheat? And this is how they got caught is they, they hacked them through this backdoor process, recorded... And, wa- and washed them. Recorded everything. So they have everything. Remember, like, the, the we have everything, right? So... Yeah. Now another thing that I was thinking about is who would have the intelligence to kind of do this shit, right? Like the, the system software stuff, knowing how to do it, who would be the white hat that could actually help doing this. And there's a lot of people don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, code monkey on Twitter, he knows a shitload about this stuff, Mm -hmm. but he, I don't know if he, because apparently it was, Back in the day, in 2016, so this is a little tangent, but it has to do with this story. Remember, um, here, let me come back to this. Remember when I was always saying, I feel like when Trump won the election, it was like a military operation or some, there was something that happened. If, if the Democrats were, if uh, Hillary Clinton was cheating, the military must have stopped her in some way and they helped Trump win And they got Trump in because no one expected Hillary Clinton to win, right? So, to lose. What's that?
3: No one expected her to lose.
0: Yes, yes, sorry. And Dave doesn't like that argument because it diminishes um, the grassroots of Donald Trump and the actual support for him. And I agree. But now that you see this, their ability to actually cheat at the level that they can with these voting machines, right? The weighted voting and, you know, just the, the, you can shut them off. You can connect them to the internet. There's multiple ways to cheat on these machines. Yeah. So I was listening to an interview back in, well, just like a month or so ago with uh, the CEO of Overstock, Patrick Byrne. Yeah. And he was explaining how it wasn't, our military it wasn't our guys it was someone from another country it wasn't someone here it was someone outsourced that Hmm. helped that helped Donald Trump win with whether it be helping him win by stopping the Democrats from cheating I think that's probably what happened they he they either cut off that dominion system or whatnot but Patrick Burns specifically said it was, it was not our guys. It was someone, it was a outside source. Okay. So now here's what I was thinking is that where has Edward Snowden been?
3: In Russia.
0: Been in Russia. And, and you know how, like, and I get it. I get that uh, we've been kind of sold this story that he's a, he's a hacker he betrayed the NSA. He's a bad guy. That's yeah. at least what seventeen is kind of told us, right, on the boards. Mm-hmm. Now, what if that was purposeful to be like a psychological operation to, to make us think, "Oh, yeah, we can't trust Snowden because we aren't the only people that look at the boards." Right, the bad guys look at the boards. So, yeah, if, if you have the seven or the seventeen group saying Edward Snowden's a piece of shit then the bad guys are being like, Oh, well, okay. They're he's they're obviously not working with Edward Snowden. So we don't have to worry about him. Well, let's not go look there. It must be working with somebody else. What if Edward Snowden is actually working with the 17 team over in the Russia area? I don't know. And being protected because he has all of this information and he is the one who came out with all of this shit, dude. I mean, a lot of this stuff, I mean, the, um, the Hammer Program, yep. the CIA intelligence. Um, same with that Dennis Montgomery, I believe, that the whistleblower who came out saying these, the CIA has the ability to put child porn on your computer.
3: Yeah, which actually, if anyone is interested in like uh, conspiracy oh. thrillers, you sent me a link to watch the show Utopia. Yeah, I watch- watched it. I watched the whole thing. And they actually do that in the
0: show, that exact thing. Well, and that's what um, Millie Weaver, I know everybody hates on InfoWars because she's connected to Alex Jones, but she got fired from InfoWars right after she released that documentary or that documentary that she basically talks about the hammer and how Brennan hired these data strategic data intelligence people, right? To get data off yeah. of an internal source and bring it to the CIA. And then all of a sudden it's reported in the news that there was a hack. And she's thinking as the data analyst, who took the data. I didn't hack that shit. What are you talking about? Like I, that, Oh, Oh, what did I do? <laughs> you no, know, that kind yeah. of, it's uh Edward Snowden might be a good guy. I don't know. I mean, worth thinking about
3: because honestly what makes him any different than any other
0: whistleblower and get this. I remember this from the the boards 17 said Snowden 2020 homecoming.
3: Yep. I remember that too. Come on. Makes sense. So we know that, uh, Julian Assange is back in the news. Oh, yes. So I wonder if both of them are going to come into the forefront at the same time.
0: Dude, yeah. I've been thinking about that a lot because Project Veritas just dropped that video, that recording. Yep. An audio recording. I shouldn't say video, but it's it's an audio recording between a Clinton lawyer, I believe, and Julian Assange. And Julian Assange was talking to, hold on, let me get this right. Project Veritas. Veritas.
3: Yeah, I think he was trying to get a hold of the State Department.
0: Okay. Here we go. This is, yeah, uh, let me uh, share my screen here. He's talking to a lawyer, though, and he's trying to warn individuals. So, Project Veritas releases audio of Assange warning U.S. government of damaging leak of classified information in case any individuals who haven't been warned that they should be warned.
3: Yeah, because I think he was saying a lot of the materials were unredacted, and they listed a lot of people's names and shit.
0: Yes, and he was trying to help those people. Now. That's what he's being charged for, is that he put our assets at risk, right? He was saying, this shit's out of my control. I don't have access to this because it's on this backside, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, let me see if I can find the All oh, right, here. So, do you want to listen to this real quick?
3: Yeah, sure. It's only a couple minutes, I think, right?
0: Yeah, it's uh, four minutes and I can stop it here and... Every every now and then. So before we get this started, this is the phone call. A whistleblower provided the audio to Project Veritas, but really, who is the whistle? How is Project Veritas getting this shit, dude? <laughs> I don't know, but
3: he he's doing a service for sure.
0: Like getting info on Assange, that's uh <laughs> that's a mighty whistleblower. Yeah. You' kidding me? So Assange warns the State Department upcoming leak of classified information, and here we go. He is talking with um, Johnson something. He's of, of the State Department, right? So here we go. Mr.
1: Assange, hello. It's Cliff Johnson. Uh, okay, Chris. Uh, thank you for calling back. Um, have, have, have you been briefed?
0: Okay, and now the video says on August 26, 2011, Assange called the U.S. State Department to warn about a potentially dangerous leak of classified State Department documents. Project Veritas has obtained a recording of that call from a whistleblower. Yeah, so the
1: situation is that um, we... Have intelligence that the um, state department database archive of 250,000 diplomatic cables, including um, declassified cables, is um, being um, (coughs) spread around um, and is is uh, to the degree that um, we believe that within the next few days uh, it will become public um, and we're not sure if the
0: timing could be imminently um, or um, within the next few days to a week and uh, there may be some possibility to stop dude so listening to him speak is almost Elon Muskish to me yeah right it's like it, spit it out it, bro
3: It sounds like he's very deep in thought of what he's saying because he he knows he's most likely being recorded.
0: Yes. And so
3: he's trying to be very careful about how he says things. Exactly.
0: So this says the documents originally obtained by Assange and WikiLeaks were to be redacted by WikiLeaks before any release. But they were stolen. Okay, so that is why they were not redacted. They were stolen, apparently. Yeah. This is huge, dude. So here we go. Is this
1: WikiLeaks? No, we would not be releasing that yet. Well, this is um, Daniel domscheit a um, the previous employee that we suspended.
0: So this was from a previous employee, Daniel Domscheit- Oh, dude, dumb. <laughs> Daniel Domscheit? Daniel Dumbshit Bird. <laughs> Dude. Daniel, dumb shit for <laughs> a previous employee that we suspended last August. He's the guy who might have been leaking this shit. Dude. Stolen And um, uh, so he apparently has, has access to, to the material that WikiLeaks also has.
1: Yes, oh, that's correct. Cool. And he has has access to everything that you have is that right that's correct okay and that includes classified as well as the unclassified cables. that's correct i see and in terms of what they took does that mean that they now have the ability themselves without your control or authorization to
0: make this as available as they want is this now that's correct Um, there's no attempted um, Reduction program and no attempted harmonization. Dang, dude. So Assange believed there was great danger to U.S. Ag- agents and interests with the publication of the unredacted documents. So he tried to stop this shit man.
3: Yeah. And he was talking to uh, an attorney, Cliff Johnson, from the U.S. State Department. So, yeah, he was giving them fair warning. And I think a little. I think it was a little bit earlier, I think we kind of fast forwarded past it, but he said he had tried to contact the State Department several times
0: dude, dude i he's gonna he is going to drop a frickin mother load right? he's yeah what? so here's here's the question that everybody needs to ask is when uh the whole Russia gate thing happened when Donald Trump was supposedly elected by Russian interference. Mm -hmm. Why would they not interview Julian Assange? He's the guy who apparently hacked, you know, was given all this information from Russia, right? And he, you know, had- No,
3: Julian Julian Assange wasn't in Russia.
0: No, no, no. I'm not saying he was, but that's the story. That's the story that was sold to the public. And here's the thing is, no, we didn't interview Assange why uh he's guilty you know like (laughs) because there's there's been memos now i mean now obviously now we know that the brennan memos prove that hillary clinton set this whole freaking russia gate thing up to yeah get the the media off of her emails yep and then you had all of this evidence come out about seth rich being the source For Julian Assange. I mean, Julian Assange was even on uh, cable. He was on a video saying, uh, talking about Seth Rich being murdered and be like, you know, being a source can be dangerous. And the guy goes, sir, you're saying that this guy was your source? I'm not saying that yet. But uh..." so this, this guy (laughs) knows a shitload of stuff, but he is going to drop the mother load. I'm telling you so in just like why what's the timing dude the timing that he is now getting exonerated cuz this this exonerates him to in my eyes this
3: well yeah their their whole theory behind him being the bad guy was that
0: he was a- attacking
3: but that's the complete opposite of what he was trying to do
0: yeah he warned against it man he said that this this guy Remember, uh, douche, douche, what the hell's his name? Uh, douche shit. Uh, oh yeah. He, he stole the dumb shit, dumb shit, d- dumb shit. Berg. He stole the information from WikiLeaks. He's probably the guy who he was probably, dude, I, I bet you a thousand bucks. They're going to find out that, uh, Berg, he got paid by like the DNC or like Hillary Clinton. He got paid by somebody to steal that shit, dude.
3: Oh, yeah. There, there's a reason people that work for people like Julian Assange go rogue. And it's not just on their own whim. There's always some money or something involved.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if if Julian Assange doesn't get pardoned soon, I would be very, very... Um, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked. I'll just tell you that. And now well, you know,
3: he, he sent in his, his formal request for a pardon today.
0: He did. Yes, he did. You know what's funny is that we were just talking about Edward Snowden, and Technofog, he's a source who's quoted by um, Dan Scavina or not Dan, Dan Bongino. often. Mm-hmm. He just tweeted out about Edward Snowden. Really. Yeah, he says, Edward Snowden exposed the worst Fourth Amendment violation in U.S. history, the unlawful collection of data on millions of Americans. His fight was on behalf of the American people. For that, at Snowden deserves a pardon from at real Donald Trump. Dude, I'm telling you, I think Edward Snowden might be a fucking white hat, man.
3: Maybe. I mean, he he could be the one that's keeping
0: track of all this shit. Because just like how they sold Sessions as a bad guy, mm-hmm. that was all a big freaking fa- facade.
3: Yeah, how crazy would it be if if Trump came out and pardoned both him and Assange at the
0: same time? Dude, I think it's coming. I think homecoming. That's uh ooh.
3: Merry Christmas, huh?
0: Yeah. Um. So th- speaking of that, so, we've been hearing that something's going to happen on Christmas Eve. And I don't know about this. I don't know how I feel about it. Because, you know, with the dates, I, I've been burned too many times. <laughs> but I've heard X-22 talk about it, and it gets me excited. Because... Uh, yeah,
3: about... about uh, he He's saying there's a lot of shit that's going to happen over the Christmas period.
0: Well, he said that the only previous 17 posts was uh, the only 17 posts on christmas eve was the picture of george washington in the durham boat crossing yeah, the
3: cr- crossing delaware. the delaware
0: and so that's durham right now if durham were to come out on christmas eve i see it just doesn't make sense i don't know that you know i don't know i don't know what to think about it <sighs> i don't
3: know what to think about any of it either (laughs) i mean there's so much so much information that could or could not happen
0: but it's fun because i think it is something's got to happen soon dude because i mean trump's not going to be president in about a month or so if he doesn't do something right yeah so yeah the
3: clock's ticking down sure
0: Check this out. You you sent me this, and this is a uh, Dr. Russell McGregor on uh, Twitter from an anon. So this is just an ina- anonymous person, right? An anonymous yeah, person yeah. that you take it for what you will. But the information is is entertaining.
3: Yeah, I read through this, and he literally goes through the whole scenario of what could happen.
0: Well, I just want to touch on a couple of this, right? I don't want to read through this whole freaking thing, but says the DNI will give the president the assessment of foreign interference in our elections pursuit to the executive order dated September 18th, 2018. Now this executive order gives the DNI, John Radcliffe until December 18th, which is this Friday.
3: To present it to Trump.
0: Yeah, well, so now what I've also heard is that that executive or that assessment can be um, confidential for sixty days, so it, it it doesn't have to be disclosed.
3: Yeah, they came out today, just a couple hours ago, I think, and said it, the public release is going to be delayed till January.
0: Ugh. dang it, dude! All right, well, we'll see. I
3: don't, I don't know for what reason whether or not he. Doesn't have enough to justify what they planned using it for. I don't know. But they did say that the public release of the report wouldn't be till January. Okay. That doesn't mean he won't be presenting it to Trump, though.
0: It says this assessment will show massive interference as well as foreign governments working with many persons in positions of authority within the United States to fix the election, which we all know happened. And this gives the president of the United States the legal and moral authority to declare this election null and void. Dang, dude. So I don't know. We'll see if that happens. The legal challenges will continue until 75 percent of the public recognizes that something wrong occurred with this election. And the exposure of the CCP's actions with regard to compromising our elections or elected officials will become clear. So 75% have to recognize this as something went wrong. Yeah. And if you ever have listened to Trump's famous speech in Florida during 2016 election, he said, quote, our movement is to replace a corrupt and broken system and return power back to you, the American people. End quote. This isn't about fixing the voting machines and putting Trump back in office. This is about purging everything and starting over. Stop and think about what I just said. Our government in its present state is not salvageable. We have to go back to our founding and start fresh. And that
3: right there is pretty fucking crazy to think about.
0: Yeah. Right. And he says, my source made it clear. This was never going to be solved by legal avenues. This was always going to be a military operation and has been from the beginning. I am coming or am I coming through five by five? December 19th, this the president will receive the DNI report or perhaps sooner. But the 19th is the deadline per the EO. Now, I thought the 18th was the uh, was the deadline. So I don't know if this guy's right. Please hear what I'm about to say. Civilians engaging the thugs in the streets cannot happen. Stay home and protect your family and neighbors using extreme prejudice if the situation calls for it. Our men don't need to worry about friendlies being killed. For obvious reasons, I don't have further details or timing of any events. I would urge you to stock up on foods, meds, water filtration devices, and pet food. All right. right. Why not? Why not have your pets be the food? Why not uh, sex lubricant? Okay, come on now.
3: (laughs) We gotta get or condoms.
0: Yeah, there you go. Birth
3: control. Stock up on birth control.
0: This action will be swift and clean, as in all military operations, things are not always as clean as they would like, but nothing can stop what is coming. Stop worrying about court cases meant for optics. The president knew all the existing judges were corrupt and had to test who on the Supreme court was loyal to the Republic. Now we know. So I don't know, man, he's talking about like red, red pilling. Oh, are you still there? Oh, there you go. Yeah. You kind of went dark there for a little bit. Um. Yeah. So bumpy several weeks. Yeah. It just sounds like he's, He's regurgitating a lot of the stuff that Q has said, and I don't know if I trust it, in.
3: Yeah, I mean...
0: It sounds like it's... Who knows? It meant, meant to get clicks and likes. Speaking of who's not getting clicked and liked, though, is Tom Cruise, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a turd. This guy's yeah, a...
3: Yeah, this fucking clip. recorded audio came out... Was it today or yesterday?
0: It came out today, dude. Tom Cruise flips out on the set of Mission Impossible 7 after two people stand too close together. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, he free- I listened to a, a tiny bit of it. He was freaking out, dude.
0: Well, so check this out. We got Tom Cruise does not sound happy. This is a uh, at Pete J. Coleman 007 on Twitter. This uh, this sound clip has 5.9 million plays. <laughs> <Here we go. laughs> So it's kind of hard to hear and understand. So you might have to read the subtitles. So let me know. But he basically said, these people in Hollywood are, are making movies and stuff because of us. Here we go. (laughs) he's he's saying we're creating thousands of jobs for you motherfuckers (laughs) they're looking it up i'm on the phone every night insurance companies producers here we go i don't
1: ever want to see it again ever if you don't do it you're fired if i see you doing it (laughs) again
3: you're i don't ever want to see it again even if yeah. there's a fire. No, he oh, said. He said he, I know, he said. You, you're, if you do it again, you're getting fired. But I had yeah. to throw that stepbrother's line in there. you you you.
1: No apologies. No apologies.
3: Here we go. That's what I sleep with every night. <laughs> that's what I sleep
0: with every night. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck. fuck. Tom Cruise, man. The humanitarian dude. It, 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 there's a uh, a line right here coming up. That's a little. One. <laughs> the future of this fucking industry. Right there, dude. I've told you, and now I want it. And if you don't do it, you're out. God. I mean, oh, high and mighty Tom Cruise, psychopath. I mean, he's a psychopath.
3: Fuck him and the tooth in the middle of his face.
0: Yeah, yeah, he does have a middle tooth, man. But hey, you know what? (laughs) I I dig some of his movies, but he's a douche fucking bag. That is for sure. Um, before we call it quits, I just real quick. This OC sheriff refuses to release 1,800 dangerous inmates, including murderers and child molesters.
3: Yeah, this is in California, if I remember right.
0: Yeah, Orange County Sheriff Don Barnes fought back a Superior Court judge ordered, uh, who ordered the release of 1,858 dangerous inmates over concerns of COVID.
3: And that's not 1,858 in the state of California. That's 1,858 in one county.
0: Yeah. And this says nearly 200 of the medically vulnerable inmates ordered to be released are murderers and child molesters. And Sheriff Sheriff Barnes said that he would immediately be appealing the judge's order to, uh, basically calling the inmates a significant threat to the public. I have no intention of doing that, of releasing those individuals back into the community. I think they pose a serious threat, Barnes says. We've released 1,400 inmates to date since March for low-level offenders. The only inmates remaining are now our serious offenders. Of the medically vulnerable, 90 of them are in custody for murder or attempted murder and 94 are molesters of children. Look at this, though. Sheriff, Sheriff Barnes said the inmates who have tested positive for CV are asymptomatic. Oh, which means they don't have it. No, right? So that means that this fucking system, they want these guys out because they know what's coming, man. This whole, yeah. thing, like, if this military, that makes sense to me.
3: Yeah. And yeah. the logic uh, they're using. To release them because because of the spread of COVID. Could you get any more secluded than in a prison cell?
0: Well, just put a mask they on. Want,
3: they want everyone to stay away from each other and stay in their homes. You're in a prison cell of your home. Right? Could you get any more to the rule book that they're trying to follow than someone that's in prison?
0: Well, and if they all get COVID, then they're it's herd immunity. Okay. <laughs> there you go well and what do they plan on doing with them once they're out exactly right that is that is the ultimate question but yeah because they
3: because they won't get covid once they're out of prison
0: no they won't i mean they're gonna be you know covid doesn't live outside of prisons you didn't know that
3: they they know that they're released convicts so covid won't attack them
0: yes yep they go oh you were already arrested okay i'll go to the next person
3: It's smart like that. That's why it doesn't attack you when you're eating in a restaurant.
0: (laughs) That's true. Very true. So this is what I want to end the show with, dude. This mysterious video. Yeah. This is something that caught my eye and made me think, what is this man all about and what is he going to come out with? So this is a tweet from Colin underscore H underscore Turner on Twitter. He said, Steel Team Six survived. When will this truth come out? Or when will the truth come out? Now, this video is about a dude and his.
3: Granted, this is a TikTok video.
0: This is a TikTok video. He's showing Michael Hoffman, but then also a member of Steel Team Six. And he's talking about, like, hey, I know I know some things, and I'm gonna talk about them soon. So, who is this guy? So, you guys, t- pay attention and watch this real quickly here.
1: deserve the whole truth. Here's the
3: thing. Find out who I am.
0: Now, this says JT Tummelson, 1976 to 2011, and. It says, okay, finally, I think I've got it all in one video. And he's saying, find out who I am. Okay? Yeah. And, and right now, he's the guy on the right, but he has a curly, like, hair, piece of hair coming out. It's curly, like, intentionally. Because he yeah. calls it out. He calls it out, right? So, here we go. At the end, he does.
1: There's you who know. You're not saying anything. Well, there's golden tickets you have. I'm going so the whole truth comes out, all just lies on both sides. Anyway, TikTok, have some fun with this. Mind out who that man is with the silly curl on his forehead? I forgot I even had that curl for decades. Strangest thing having your memories wiped out. Well, anyway. Take care, TikTok.
3: Godspeed. So, the strangest thing—having your memory wiped out.
0: Yeah, and he said, "Godspeed." That's something that's been on cueballs quite a bit. But the golden ticket that you referred to was to get back into the Navy. Don't know. Very
3: odd. It's definitely weird and the the curl he talked about the first guy he showed had a curl sticking out of his hat.
0: Yeah. And so I don't know if that was a member of SEAL Team 6. It was see, as the the photos the way that the photos were presented in that that just made it kind of confusing to me, but remember there was a the topic of SEAL Team 6 came out not too long ago how they they were ordered to be killed because mm-hmm. they knew they knew that Obama or Osama was not murdered or he wasn't killed, right? Yeah. So
3: it, it's interesting. And there is one post that Q did that said, wait till you find out who's talking to you.
0: Oh yeah. Maybe it's that guy did. Maybe he's one of maybe
3: them. I don't know. I mean, clearly there are people that know because he said those of you who know.
0: Yep. But I don't know, man. That's
3: (laughs) definitely a weird video.
0: It is. All right. Well, hey, that's all I got for tonight. I think uh, it's a good show. We covered a lot. So, yeah. Um, But until next weekend, hopefully Dave can jump on on one of these and. You know quit being so shy, he's oh, just so shy all of a sudden. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. All right, dude. Well, um, good show, good show, man. And we'll all get this uploaded ASAP. And until next time, where we go, one we go all righty. Sayonara, you judge a tree by its fruits, and you judge. A big old
2: pink top titty off how much milk comes out of it. Pardon My American.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun.
1: Yeah, you get it. Every time.